Hey, thanks for listening to Sideways Boulevard. We are three Kansas City writers who love to write about odd, interesting things and love to research them and love to talk about them. I am Mark L. Groves, along with John Peterson. Oh. And Shelby Dollar. Hey. You can find our books, by the way, on Amazon.com. Please do, please do, please do. If you look up Magnificent Cowlick Media. Magnificent Cowlick Media. Uh, you will find the books that we have written. They, there are five of them. They are anthologies and they're awesome. So uh, please stop on by, check those out. You'll figure out what we are and join us as we always go down these corridors of the most interesting things we think in the world right here on this show, which is usually something that's a little off to the side. So in Sideways Boulevard today, it, we have guests in studio and on Zoom. Because coming up in Kansas City, Missouri, March 18th, it's 3 p.m. through March 20th at 6 p.m., the KC Spirit and Paranormal Convention, right up our alley. And by the way, it's so inexpensive. <laughs> you, you go to other conventions here. We've been to, uh, I, uh, and I love them, mind you. Yeah. Uh, but Crypticon, Comic-Con, yeah. Crypticon, Crypticon, all those. And, I mean, those are yeah. pricey. Oh, man. Yeah. One day. Yeah. You could go the whole weekend to this for one day at one of those. Mm. I'm just saying. <laughs> So uh, uh, with Casey Spirit and Paranormal Convention, we have April and Bettina, who are the organizers, the putter honors, the forces behind getting this beast together and going, come see this and enjoy this. We also have from St. Louis via Zoom. Hi, Buck. Hello, hello. Buck is with BuckyManMedium.com. And Buck and all of us, me specifically, are going to have a chance to maybe touch on... Uh, a different part of our existence. It's going to be so cool. It's coming up in the second half. Yeah. But right now, <laughs> let's bring it over to April and Bettina. Welcome to Sideways Boulevard. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having us. I finally yeah, let super, them talk. Super excited <laughs> to have you. <laughs> Take a breath, Mark. Take a breath. <laughs> All right. So you two have been spending lots and lots of time and lots of hours in the past couple of years uh, putting together this kind of event. It's a Casey Spirit and Paranormal Convention, March 18th through 20th at Hilton Garden Inn in Independence. Now, what, what was it that brought you to this? Bettina, I'll let you take this one. Okay, sounds good. So um, I'm an Akashic Record reader, so I've been doing readings all my life. So I was... Tell me about it. Okay, Akashic Record uh -huh. Reader. What is that? That is the book of life. So everything from the inception of your soul up until this very moment, there is a file that we can access. So everything is out in the Akasha, so to speak. Oh my God, somebody kept records of all the crap I've done yes. in my life. Yes. No, don't read it. Yes. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> it's, it's like my history on, on Google. Don't, no. It's the tab you can't erase. The yeah, I know. Can't erase. <laughs> Why didn't somebody tell me about this earlier? See, I'm already learning things. Uh, okay, so you're an Akashic reader and you're able to access these files? I am. So I've done readings all my life. I come from, I was born and raised in Germany. So my family is like the Adams family, okay? So we all do tarot readings. <laughs> We all cool. do uh, mediumship or psychic. My mom or everybody in my family, they can always sense or see or smell when somebody's about to pass over to the next life. So I've come from a weird family, so to speak. Okay. Okay. Would you please take a big inhale? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was about to say, don't do that. <laughs> and just point real quick because I haven't filled out my will yet. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. okay. <laughs> I don't see anything bad. Don't worry. <laughs> all right. So I've done readings all my life and I've participated in fairs all my life. So for me, it was a normal thing to go ahead and get started and do my own thing because I felt like I wanted to do my own thing. And so, but 
I didn't want to do it by myself. It takes, right. it's a lot of work to put this together. Oh yeah. You know, and it takes really, and I'm, I'm saying, I feel like I am that way, but you need to have one foot in the real world and then one foot in the metaphysics, you know, in the metaphysical world. And it's, it's really difficult to combine those two, you know, because you have the business yeah. side and then you have the metaphysical side that you need to bring together. So I knew when I was looking for a partner or somebody I can do this with, it has to be somebody who is just like that. And then one day, and I kept trying to manifest it and, you know, I asked spirit, bring me somebody that's like me, that has the same views and wants to do all those things. And then April walks into my life. And when I saw her, I knew that I felt like I want to work with her, but she didn't know it yet because when I said, let's do a fair, she's like, oh, I don't think so. So and it took a while to convince her, you know? Okay, so did you meet like at midnight and during a lightning storm at the top of a steeple? Or was it like in the sale aisle at Walmart? What happened? It was, it was in the middle of a cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Oh, did you see my eyes light up? I'm like, perfect. Yeah, Fuck knows. No, we were um, part of a metaphysical group that met monthly and, and it was like minds coming together to talk about different aspects of metaphysical uh, topics. And um, so they they all agreed to bring on, put on this event, but unfortunately it didn't work out with that group. And so Patina right. and I was just like, let's just go go for it. And so we moved forward and and did it. She, she brings the metaphysical side and I'm more the paranormal. Oh, nice. Okay, okay cool. Well, isn't it funny that putting together an event like this, you never know that you can't do it. You know, as long as you do something that you don't know that you can't do, then you get it done. And you're like, oh, crap, yeah. I actually did that. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Uh, and we have nothing but props uh, for people who are able to put on these events because it is so much work and so much dedication. And looking at the lineup that you guys have, like your speaker schedule, uh, this is on the Facebook page for Casey Spirit and Paranormal Convention. Like Friday night, uh, Friday evening, you've got four people already and having to this. This is hurting cats. Oh, yeah. I mean, putting this together, it's, then Saturday, <laughs> it starts at 11 and just keeps going all the way up to six. Mm -hmm. Sunday, you've got more people. There's panels going on, uh, past life, a hypnotherapist. I did a past life regression a long time ago, and we may or may not, depending upon how quickly I talk constantly all the time, uh, we may or may not be able to touch on that. But that was quite a few years ago, and it was a really cool experience. Really cool. And it wasn't woo-woo. It, there, you know, there, there wasn't a, a mist floating into the bottom. It was just <laughs> really relaxing and wonderful. And it was actually all the senses involved. That's what was so freaky about it. But we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll not. That is talk. On my list. Honestly, there's a lady, the one that's speaking, she's out in Buckner here in the, here locally in Buckner, oh, yeah, Missouri. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm thinking about going out there and trying that for myself. So. Oh, hi, highly excited. recommended. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk. So anyway, uh, about the Casey and Spirit, Parrot, uh, Casey Spirit and Paranormal, you can find all of this information on there. Um when setting up something like this, what what was the main goal of this convention for people going to it? Do you want to take it? I would say the main goal have a place for outside us. of a cemetery to meet. <laughs> exactly. Skull <laughs> cemetery. Let's go. <laughs> the main goal for us is to create a community for people to come together and not feel like that they're rejects of society. Right. That's where mm -hmm. I came from. It was like I grew up and like I started seeing things and understanding things a little bit differently and the group I was with was like, uh, no, this isn't for us. And so like, I lost my entire friendship circle 
And yeah. so, it was, you know, you kind of feel like a loner. And so like to find a community, you can, you can be like yourself. Tina and I are both very much of the opinion of we want a community for people to come together and just be themselves. Now to ask a uh, personal question and then we can bounce it around the table for whoever wants to uh, jump in. What was that point? And, and Buck, I'm going to ask you this too, here in this part of it, even though I was going to wait until, uh, until we switched over to, you know, full tilt buck mode. Um, what was the defining moment when you're like, there is really something different here. You're in your life and your experience when you went, Oh crap. Oh, wow. Uh, for me, it was, I was on vacation in Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Oh, and it is such a that place is place. so charged. Yeah, it yeah, really yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. And we went to a crystal shop called um, Crystal Waters. Is it what I think it is? And we went there and I got some crystals because I was feeling a little bit off. And I started meditating when we got back to the cabin. And I started seeing these things that was like, this is weird. Like you know, I, things I hadn't experienced before, colors, images, or whatever. And it just grew from there. And I'm like, okay, this is I'm not making this this crap up. This is like really yeah. happening. And so from there, it just grew for me. And then. I've always seen shadows and things like that if, since I was a little kid, like the shadow man. I don't know if you guys ever heard of him. He would stand in my doorway yeah. and it was, it was just things like that. That I thought was normal. But whenever you talk to people about, it, they're like, that's not normal. <laughs> I don't experience that. That's different. Yes. And that's what, what led me more towards the paranormal side. Cause I, I want there to be, I know there's a, a link between metaphysical and paranormal. And so we're, the way our group runs it, at least the Omega Paranormal side, is to try to find the evidence to back the paranormal things that are happening to people. Okay. okay. How about you? Well, for me, it's always been my only truth. So that's all I know. That's how I grew up. So it wasn't a defining moment that where I realized, okay, this is there's something else there. So, and actually, once I moved from Europe to the United States. I kind of lost that connection because I didn't have my family to connect with and talk about those things. So I didn't really have anybody to talk to about this and everybody, or every time I met somebody and said something about, oh, Hey, you know, are you doing readings or what's your belief? And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, they looked at me like I'm from a different planet. So I kind of, I was, I mean, it's, that's a lonely feeling that you have, you know, when you don't have anybody that's kind of like your community or your people, you know? Yeah. So once I started doing fairs, I'm like, Okay, this is where I need to be. This is my world, you know, so I need to create more of that. So. It was interesting, just a side note, and, and it might have been for you guys, because, you know, writing horror uh, is is not mm -hmm. exactly like the most popular thing for people to talk about, because you get together and people talk about these stories and there's love stories. And, oh, my God, can you believe what Jamie did? And then and this and this and this. And, and which is all great, except as a horror guy, I'm like, oh did he eviscerate him and what kind of weapon did he use and you're like oh shit who is this freak <laughs> so um you know even in just that little bit we've been on the outside but uh for for myself um one of the experiences that i had and i don't know if you guys have had any at all uh je and shelby but um for myself uh, and i've told this story before down at my mom's house when i was 20 i, w I went back down from college and to make a long story only semi-long, um, uh, I, I just, it was weird. I was in the house and it just felt weird. It felt off. And with mom, there'd always been this weird connection with the kids. Uh, my, my sister uh, had it, you know, I had it. And we knew when something was going on. 
mom knew like one time my sister uh, was, they were moving their trailer into this place. And my mom, that was back when we had to use telephones. There was no cell phone or anything. So sis doesn't have any contact. And my mom just sits up and goes, something's wrong. Something's wrong with sissy. Something's wrong. Charles, we got to go. They went up north to Springfield and the, the trailer house was almost on its side because the people pulling it in had gotten it into a ditch and then left. And my sister's just standing oh. there weeping right as my mom pulls up. And they're like, nope, we got this. Got hold of people. Bam, 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 bam. Because my mom vicious uh, uh, force of nature and, uh, and got it done. But there was always those connections. Okay, back to my story. So um, I'm down in the house and... I, I can't sleep. I'm not feeling comfortable. And I'm like, oh, I'm I I'm so sensitive. I'm a very sensitive guy. So I obviously I have to write poetry, right? So um I sit down and of course I've got to do it dramatically because it's me. <laughs> and I light some candles and I pull out my paper and I've got my pad and I, I sit down and I even got myself something to drink. I don't remember what it was. And I'm like, I'm going to write and ain't shit coming out of my pen. <laughs> but up above that huge console TV altar of my father's is this old mirror that it's real ornate. And as I'm trying to write here in the dark of the little tiny living room in this little tiny house, my eyes keep getting drawn up to that. And I start popping out in goose pimples. Right. And I keep, I'll sit there and I'll be trying to think about something lovely as a tree. She be he. And next thing I know, I'm staring at this freaking mirror and I'm like, okay, I'm done. That night I go to bed. And uh, next morning, uh, my mom and I are talking and she was making dinner and uh, I'm like, you know, it's the weirdest thing. I was going to write some stuff and I just kept looking at that mirror and it was just weird and blah, blah, blah. And I finally just went to bed and I'm just not sleeping. She kind of stops for a second, looks at me and she's like, Mark, I had a dream last night that you were a little boy. We were sitting on the couch watching TV. You were sitting there very normal. I look up, I look back down, your face is in, she didn't use the word, but it was rictus of horror. And I'm going, what's wrong? What's wrong? And you're not speaking, but you run over, you're like four or five years old. You run over to the TV, you climb on top of it, you stand up, rear your fist back, and you start beating on this mirror and you're screaming at the top of your lungs. I'm like, well, that's, you know, uh, goosebumps. That's weird. <laughs> and as we chatted, she's like, you noticed I switched your rooms, right? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, and, you know, I'm, I'm not the one I'm usually in. Come to find out she was having a visitation from some male entity uh, that she called Robert. And Robert was most strong in that room. So she, I, that's right. She switched my room into that one and moved her <laughs> sewing room out of it so that he wasn't prevalent. And I'm like, I don't, I felt so out of place in my own bed in this house. <laughs> And so, uh, uh, after talking about that and he'd even appeared to her at one point, um, uh, Robert is not there anymore, but, uh, it was, that was really when the lights I'd always kind of, I loved spooky stuff and this and that, but wasn't into it. And that's when it went ding. Oh, damn. Uh, you guys, any super long, annoying stories like that? Anybody, anybody, Bueller, Bueller? I don't. No, not, actually, not yet. Uh, I've got a many. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Buck, that's right. Thank you for piping up because I was just about to not hit up Buck like I said it was going to. Tell us about that moment. Uh, was that 2016? Was that the, the magic moment that yeah. you like it all gelled? What happened? Absolutely. So, well, throughout my life, there was many 
things that were taking place. Um, and for me personally, there was a situation where a gentleman ended up going to jail due to information that was coming to me that no one was providing me outside of spirit. And I, as a kid, I didn't know, I mean, I was brought into a sheriff's office question at 13. How did I, how was I aware of the situation? Um, and all I could say was I just had this feeling but I didn't know where the feeling was coming from. So that was a lot of my experience growing up with, I just would have these feelings or these messages and they would land, but I couldn't explain where I was getting them. Now, the how, other thing that how did you, uh, hold on. We're not going to run right past that. You're 13 years old. You get 12 this, actually. Oh my God. At 12 years yeah. old, I was just going, I wish Loretta loved me. And you're here talking to the police. Um, so how, can you tell us anything about it or is it one of those things where it's like all sealed up and you can't it's, really... it's a sensitive topic for viewers. And so I'm going to uh, preface that with that. Um, basically the gentleman was uh, doing things to children that should not be done. And yeah. I had, was asked to go get my siblings from the house. And then when I stepped into the house, I got visions of things that were taking place within the house. Oh. And when I walked back with my siblings, I was asking them questions and told my parents, don't let them back there. There's something wrong. I can't prove it, but there's something wrong. Yeah. And uh, three weeks later, my little sister, my parents weren't the most supportive of what was going on with me. And I actually come from a very strong Christian faith household that yeah. believes that this is of another source that's coming. You know what I'm saying? Of the yeah. devil or whatever the case is. They don't anymore, but they did at the time. And so that said, um, they were very much like, no, you're wrong. You, you're, you're, you don't know what you're talking about. And three weeks later, my little sister came to me telling me that she was being exposed photos. And I told him again, whoa, hold up. I said there was something going on. And uh, not even a month later, and I kept begging them to get the police involved. They wouldn't. But a month later, I was over at another friend's house who lived right next door. And I could have sworn I saw my friend's little sister in this person's backyard. And apparently that was not the case. But I called my friend's mom and said, listen, this is what was going on with my sister. Please don't let your daughter over there get her out of his yard. And she was like, my daughter is not there. She's with her mother. I got a call the next day oh. telling, like, with my parents did, cussing them out, saying, how did your son know? Like, da, 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 da. And basically, there was a lot going on with this daughter, particularly in the neighborhood. And it was exposed that this guy had this whole internet thing going on. I mean, it was a big, big, wow. big situation. And it all stemmed from this 12-year-old going off of a field. Listen to me. <laughs> no, Please. I mean, this man like had all the support of the neighborhood until they actually got his computer and then found everything out. Um, even my, cause I called, I called my friend's mother from my friend's house. So my friend's parents were like, what are you doing? Why are you getting us involved in this? And I just had to go off again, a feeling, you know what I mean? And, um, basically, I mean, to catch, I don't want to keep viewers all tied up, but there were many situations that were very big like that, that were taking place. It wasn't just oh, I, I got this feeling that something bad's getting ready to go down and then something went unfortunate. It was really about like, whoa, hold up. <laughs> like I, I saved my aunt's life. I knew there was going to be a suicide murder with my aunt's divorce and told them, do not let her back over at that house. She is not to go for any reason. And sure as shit, it, that, the day I called them to tell them this, her windows were all bashed out in her car and they were like, Whoa, something's up. That's why now my family is like, okay, there's something going on with him. That isn't <laughs> the devil. This is of God. This is saving people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This, this the is good luck. Buck. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I'm using that. So, uh, basically, man, listen, I still, I still wasn't sure of what was going on. Um, in 2016, I had an experience. My mom had passed away about a year and four or five months earlier. Um, it was our, uh, I'm sorry. It was actually a year and a month earlier than the situation. But in 2016, October, I was walking with my partner going through some emotional stuff. And in that moment, I just cried out to God and was like, God, you know, all my life, I've been a fighter. All my life, I've been a fighter. And from that conversation, I started getting almost like a download. That's the best way to explain it. It was like I had rewalked through my life and saw things that had happened to me or for me or through me or whatever that had transpired to become the way that I had become. You know what I'm saying? And so right in that same moment, as I was realizing what had happened in my life, I said to my I said to my mom in spirit, I was just like, you know, God, if my mom is with you, tell her I apologize for for hating her so much because my mom left when I was six years old, and I understand she left the same reason I ran at thirteen. You know what I'm saying? It was an abusive household. You know what I mean? And so, and I share that part of my story because I believe that a lot of us that are gifted with this ability, it's not that we everyone's got the ability. It's just that those of us that have encountered trauma in our life become a little more sensitive, more gifted and in tune to the ability. You know what I'm saying? So it's not that we're gifted. It's just that we're gifted with the tune and the ability. But anyhow, so uh, my mom came through and I'm like sitting there in the front yard. I got my partner to my left and I'm like, hold up. Whoa, wait, I'm seeing my mom and I, she's looking healthy and she's wearing a yellow shirt and dressing like in a way that looks like she's mentally right. Like this doesn't look like my mom. It looks like it's my mom, but it's not my mom. And I'm thrown off because I'm expecting, I'm expecting the spirit of my mom to come through looking like my haggard mom in life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not this healthy, well-respected together kind of woman. And I'm like, I looked at my partner and I go, hold up. I smell my mom. This is definitely my mom. I don't know what is going on right now. And I'm like in the back of my mind thinking, holy crap, I'm having a whole schizophrenic moment right now. Like there is something seriously wrong right now. <laughs> Hello, but my mom it. is like, my, my mom's telling me, right. Yeah. My mom's telling me, she's like, no, no, I'm here. I'm here. And she's smiling. And I'm like, and she's telling me, you got to tell your partner to go inside because you'll never get the message if you're worried about what their views of you are. Right. And so I looked at my partner and I'm like, hon, this is crazy, man, but you got to go inside. <laughs> <laughs> and the next thing I know, my mom tells me her words verbatim was, it's the names that are the chains that bind you, basically telling me that I picked up all these names from people and they were chains that were binding me into the shell of a human being. I picked up titles from other individuals rather than just accepting me who as I am. And, um, and then she came to explain exactly what took place. And I went away from that moment. I walked inside. I looked at my partner. I said, I don't know what to say. I, you can call me crazy, but my mom definitely came through. And my partner was like, no, there definitely was something that went down there. I don't know what went down. I wasn't seeing anything, but I could tell by the way you don't act like this. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I'm still on the fence. I'm still on the fence. But Mark, honest to goodness. My skin started peeling three days after it. I, I'm a redheaded freckles face. Like, that's just how I am. I, I mean, my all my freckles went away for almost three months. I mean, I had physical evidence of what happened in from that experience. And we were living with my partner's mom. I had came from uh, Philadelphia over to Missouri. I had only been here for all of eight months. 
my friends or my partner's mom could have easily been like, this is a crazy person. Get them out of my house. Whatever, you know what I'm saying? But it was, thank God, yo, I had the skin feeling because that was the only way I would be able to say, yo, like, you can't make this up. You can't make this up. That would be so Missouri mom, you know, honey, I love you, but you got to kick this city boy to the curb. <laughs> mom. He's got to go. I love this guy. Uh, well, that's, see, the, uh, there are these things that, that bring us together. And like you said, with the convention, you've got this whole group, this large group of people that can share this with you and share this, uh, not just pleasure of it, but the respect of it. And for anyone who's curious, this is a great, safe place to come in and ask questions. There's no such thing as a stupid question. There's just stupid people. Yep. I'm st- wait, that didn't come out. Like- <laughs> no, seriously. But in a way, yeah, because if you don't ask, you don't know. Mm-hmm. And if you're Absolutely. curious, find out. And the best way to find out about things is with people who uh, are, are more involved and in tune with what you're asking about. So Casey Spirit and Paranormal Convention, uh, go to CaseySpiritAndParanormal.com. It's Friday through Sunday, March 18th through the 20th. So it's coming up very, very shortly. Or by the, if you're listening to this a year from now, it doesn't happen. You missed it, but there'll be others. So uh, uh, a whole lineup, a whole slew of people, over 85 vendors. So April and Bettina, tell us about some of the things that you can go do and check out while you're there. Well, you can do have you can have all kinds of readings. You have you can have akashic record readings. So that's kind of my area, you know, the metaphysics. So akashic record readings, tarot. Um, well, what other readers do we have? Mediums. We have mediums. Buxler waving. Did I mention BuckyManMedium.com? Did I mention BuckyManMedium.com? BuckyManMedium.com, right? And BuckyManMedium.com will come to our conference in March. Well done. Yeah, but there's also Reiki healers. um, There's iridology, which is something new that we we didn't come across. It's where they'll look at your, your eye and do a reading based on how your eye is composed. Oh, seriously? Interesting. Yeah. And there's palmistry, numerology, mm-hmm. yes, um, aura astrology. Photos. Oh wait, you can take aura photos. Yes. Yep. You mean like you and your aura, like yep. arm and arm, and yep, yep, smiling. <laughs> and your aura is going to make a V behind your. I'm totally kidding. It's, it's, but if you want the autograph from your aura, yeah. that's like forty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> you are not wrong. <laughs> no, aura photography actually is really cool, and it's really cool to see. It is very cool. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. These are uh, okay. A couple of other things. Tell me what a kashik reading is like. What happens? Uh, well, I get the permission from the um, person that I want to read, and then I, I I say a short prayer to open up or to let spirit know that I'm ready to receive. Right. So then I do open up their records, so to speak. I go into their information. They can ask me anything they want. So the ma- I mean, we call them masters, teachers, and loved ones that are um, keeping keeping they keep your records or they keep. It's your soul's record. It's yeah, not it's your soul person. record. It's so not it's like your personal your past files. lives, yes. your forward lives, everything. Yeah, it's past life, current life, and future lives. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many screw ups that is on my part? That is. You are oh, here to learn a lesson. Yes. So nothing is a screw up. No. <laughs> I'm here to learn many lessons. <laughs> you do know before you incarnate into a life that you, you pick your lessons that you want to learn. So everything oh, okay. you have or that happens to you in a lifetime is something that you you chose to do because you want to learn that lesson. You want the experience. Okay. So there is no screw up. You know, I really like oh. that. That's a really nice way of that's thinking. A, that's about such it. a Bob Ross mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. There's just like, happy accidents. Mm-hmm. And Mark, you were a happy accident. So. 
It's nice that you're keeping chose. a theme in your life. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you I know? was, as a matter of fact, but that, we don't need to talk about that past part of my life. Well, this is uh, I, I, this is wonderful, and I can't wait for it. Um, I actually, this this sucks, so we talked about this before we started recording. I'll be out of town that weekend, but that Friday, I will be in town, and uh, I need to tell work right now, that's going to be a time away day. You know, our flex time, that's going to be time away because I have wanted to go to this and now I get to 85 vendors. Uh, there are events Friday night, Saturday, all day, Sunday, all day. More information at KC Spirit and Paranormal.com. Uh, did we miss anything? Yeah, there's specialists on Sasquatch, Bigfoot, <gasps> UFOs, what? aliens. A little yeah. bit of everything goes paranormal. You think you think about it and there's probably somebody there you can talk to. Okay, now on the paranormal side, um, you know, I've got my cup right here of my my Ouija (laughs) cup. So I'm drinking my Ouija coffee. Um, Would you like some more? Yes, I would. Thank you. So (laughs) with uh, with the uh, events going on there on the paranormal side, tell us a little bit about Omega Paranormal. Omega Paranormal started last year um, just as my friends and I would go like to different haunted places and, and tour them. And then more mm-hmm. people became interested. So we start, we actually speak at planet comic-con about it. And um, we do the Masonic lodge and in independence. We do a public event there where you can go through it and investigate. Is that the Bellevue? Okay. Uh, no, the Belvoir. Bel- no, Belvoir? No, 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 that's okay. the winery in Liberty. Okay. That's Liberty. But it's, right. it's super haunted too. Like crazy mm-hmm. crap happens oh, there. Yeah. That, that place is, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's all kinds like, of wrong, which is it. all kinds of right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one there actually got an awesome photo of, of this guy bending down because the flashlights kept going on and off. And I got a photo of this spirit bending down by the flashlight as it would go on and off. I'm like, it's a full outline of his body. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, is he like flipping it off? Cause he's angry. Stop it. Or he's had too many wines. (laughs) You're totally blinding me over here in the afterlife. It's a little bright. Take down the lumens. Uh, That's, that is awesome. Um, Now you had, we, we talked on the, obviously we talked on the phone before even doing any of this when we first made contact Mm -hmm. and April, you went to the, Oh, what, what's the name of it? I just lost it. St. Joe. Yeah. Yeah, And you had something happen there, right? Yes. Do tell, do tell. (laughs) Okay. So when you go to the glory, you get to do the, the psychiatric museum but there's also tunnels that connect to a mm-hmm. prison right next door right <laughs> so they tell you that you, can, you can't go past this little barrier since then i think they've closed this certain tunnel down there's two in there but there's one that they've closed down well at the time they had a barrier going there through there that you could not pass this barrier so we go up to the barrier and we set a k2 which tells us the um the electricity in the air and a lot of times if a spirit's there it will set off the K2 and light yeah, It's up. a little device thing mm-hmm. that uh, will, will make noises when certain things happen. Okay. Right. So it's sitting there and my friend sees a shadow at the end of the hall and we have this grid light, which is are like green little dots. And so if you see a shadow go across the grid light, it'll block off the dots and you know, like there's a shadow there. So she's like, it's okay. You can come down and talk to us. And I'm standing like, like here's the barrier and here's me on the wall right next to it. And all of a sudden, this K2 that was sitting here flies off towards me. And I took off running down. Like, I never run. I never, like, get scared. But I took off running down this uh, tunnel trying to get away. And I come back and, like, it's seriously, like, knocked off on the floor. And there was no reason for it to fall. It was on a level ground. Like, we were very wow. scientific, you know, minded, trying oh, yeah. to figure out why it fell. No reason. It just came off and the shadow disappeared. Wow. Jeez. We didn't have that happen. We spent the night down in the uh, um, morgue. Morgue. Yeah. yeah. 
And uh, we actually slept there. Uh, it, well, they tried to sleep, and me and my CPAP had a great time. Just, <laughs> Zoned right yeah, it was out. great. Was when I thought <laughs> yeah. the next morning we thought it was a weird noise, and yeah. it turned out yeah, it's to be just this. Mark breathing. <laughs> but uh, uh, Je was braver than I was because I yeah, wouldn't. I wouldn't was. sit out in the hallway. They were going to turn off all the lights, and you just said, "And you experience." And I'm like, I I just totally goosebumped out. No, no, no. But Je, what was it you did? Uh, so they did a they. They basically gave us a super sensitive, I, I don't know what the device was called. It had headphones. It was a super sensitive sound. Is it I think that's what it, the, the yeah. sounds of the voices of the uh, spirits. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then box. they had us, there's an, there's a, well, you've been there. Yeah, there's the morgue in the basement. So they actually laid me down in the morgue drawer and pushed yeah. me in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like the refrigerator. And you see them like with the coolers, <laughs> with all the metal doors in went J.E. And next, next door was the slab where they did the autopsies. And that's where we slept. But there was that morgue part, and so yeah. uh, he slid into the cooler. And it it was it was a pretty fascinating experience, simply because it was like a sensory deprivation chamber. It was completely dark, could not see, because they turned off, I mean, it's underground, and they turned off all the lights on the level, and you're inside of a morgue drawer with the door shut. So, I mean, it was like pitch black. Um, my ears were plugged with those, uh, with the headphones, and so just very, um, I'm just laying there. What it... Uh, there was a moment at the beginning where I'm laying there and I heard what I thought was like a growling sound. And <laughs> this is kind of funny, but I hear this and I'm like, what is that? And I, so I hear it again. And then I realized that the, uh, the little device is sitting on my stomach. <laughs> we had eaten dinner a little while We'd had tacos that so night. I was like, I'm going to move this over here. <laughs> right? J.E. was haunted by a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a benevolent burrito. Uh, yeah. yeah, don't get us for, wrong. For so long. Yeah. <laughs> and I love the glory and the people up there. Yeah. And if they're listening, thank you so much. That was a great experience <laughs> the whole night. And one of the uh, the kind of funny things, I was haunted by my own stupidity because I set up all this stuff, set up all these microphones and everything. I didn't know that the computer I had at the time couldn't record in through the uh, the input. So it, I was like, man, there's just I'm just not getting a lot of volume here. But look at me be fancy <laughs> with my slider boards and my headphones and my microphones. And it was the freaking mic on the uh, computer that was picking it all up. But uh, we got through it. It was a it was a wild experience, but we didn't have that. We we thought we had for just a second because I'd set up some ping pong balls in very strategic yeah. places and they had the multi cameras going. This was a, a group out of uh, Nebraska, mm -hmm. uh, if I remember it, Lincoln or it was or was it Omaha? It was uh, one of the two. Apex. Yeah, Apex, Apex Paranormal. Paranormal was and um, super cool people. Multiple cameras, very cool looking, you know, and people were uh, got to pay money to help be part of this uh, and spend the night there. And so when so we just set those down, we're all like, dun, 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 dun. okay, <laughs> my balls are set. <laughs> and the next thing you know, well, you hear, no, no. So then he says to us, the guy, the guide says to us, if any of you want to say anything, you can. And Mark said, well, I've set these, you know, these, these balls around. If oh, that's right. If you'd like to, you know, show us you're there, you can move one of them. Yeah. And then we all said, I, I think I saw ball movement. I think it's someone of the people. And we're all like, well, and, then, like, well, and the, person, the person said, did, did one of you, some, somebody just told us they saw a ball move. Did one of you see something? And they're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we did. So we went trucking and no, it was, it was still there. It, it was something so, unrelated. The spirit didn't Somebody. touch my balls. <laughs> <laughs> I was sad. Uh, 
but uh, but it was uh, it was a it was a cool experience. And what's really neat is there were other people that were probably a little more sensitive uh, than than we were, and uh, and did have uh, their own experiences. And to sit and talk about them was was really cool and really neat. So uh, Omega Paranormal, are you? Do you have your Facebook pages and stuff? Yeah, Omega okay. Paranormal KC. Omega Paranormal KC. Yeah. Check that out also, and don't forget to check out. <gasps> KC Spirit and Paranormal Convention, March 18th through the March 20th, kcspiritandparanormal.com. And also on Facebook. I mean, it's like eight bucks to go in for a whole day. And then you want to do all three, 20 kids, 10 and under are free. And if you want to buy tickets, you can go to eventbrite.com. They can also be purchased at the door. So if you're like last minute Annie, like I am all the time and go, oh, I meant to. No, you're, you're good. Go. And uh, enjoy lots of retail, lots of cool stuff. There's various healers. Um, Reiki, is that the? I, I'm totally flaking on it. Is that the stones or is that the elbows? It's neither. <laughs> it's just hands-on energy healing. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I think uh, I believe my um, my wife's, and okay, and I've been to him a couple times too. Chiropractor does that. Cause he'll kind of, his hands will kind of follow your chi mm-hmm. yep. and kind of discover where things are blocked, etc. And he does amazing things for Cammy. So, uh, uh, very cool. All right. Now, Buck, it's time for full Go metal for Buck. <laughs> From buckymanmedium.com. Uh, Buck is also going to be at the convention and, uh, and what we're about to do, you can, uh, do there and, Buck, is it a little better to do in person or is the connection okay to do uh, either which way? I started on TikTok. Um, The way I started was I just literally in 2021 in February, I went on, saw someone telling someone that their miscarry had turned into a demon on the other side. I was like, whoa, I got to, I don't know what's going on with me, but I got to at least let people know that doesn't happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I just told people, Hey, listen, I can't promise you anything, but we're going to see what will take place. Um, I need a thousand followers in order to go live. And within 24 hours, I saw myself sitting at 3000 followers and I'm like, Oh crap. Now I have to go live. <laughs> <laughs> Careful what you wish for, Buck. <laughs> and so that said, I didn't, I didn't start off doing private in-persons. I started off literally with my neck on the line in front of 400 people that night. And that's low it's just one thing after another. I was seeing like a, an accident that had taken place with a maroon truck and an intersection and all this stuff with the girl that I was reading. And everyone that I was connected with was like, yes, 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 yes. And I'm like, whoa, hold up. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> so I've just, I've been doing, I've been doing private readings virtually that are scheduled through buckymanmedium.com since then. Um, but I've done in person. And honestly, I feel that the connection for me personally is the same. Uh, whether it be in person or virtually. I mean, obviously, when you get more people a part of the virtual uh, sessions, that it can bring more energy or whatever the case is. But I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty filled on the crowd way. And so I've been able to keep everything kind of tackled <laughs> or handled is what I'm saying. On your website, it talks about some of the different things you can do. Let's, uh, let's touch on those and then we'll, uh, mm-hmm. and then we'll just move it right back around to Mark, the way that Mark likes <laughs> <Sure>. it. Um, <laughs> Educational coaching for uh, people looking to gain more understanding of their own spiritual gifts. What does that involve? Uh, it's really about checking in and seeing as, listen, there's a fine line between imagination and spirit communication. I'll be the first to tell you that. 
Um, the, the idea that spirits come through like they did in the movie Sixth Sense is just not real. You know what I mean? Typically what they're doing is very much this transference of energy telepathically. There is physical mediumship, but I specialize in mental mediumship. And so I want to meet with people and consult with them to see, is this imagination? Is this mental illness? Or is this someone who's really looking to connect to spirit for reasons of, uh, of good reasons. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so that's typically what takes place at the consultations is me just tapping in, uh, connecting with you, seeing what's going on, what the intention is behind the movement of wanting to become a medium. And um, at that point is when I decide whether or not I want to bring them on as a mentor or not. Oh, nice. So you actually, you do mentorships too, uh, to be I able do. to grow and oh, that's awesome. All right, spirit mediumship, which is kind of something we're going to delve into here very shortly. Uh, for those looking mm -hmm. to connect with their loved ones in spirit, what does that involve? Uh, basically, they come with me, come to me with an open mind and an open heart, and then I just tap in. Uh, typically, I don't take any information from people. Um, now, just recently, I started because uh, it helps, especially in those thirty-minute sessions that I'm not bringing in. Your, your uncle or your grandfather that you don't want to talk to, but you want to speak with your best friend. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it, I'm going to pick up who's coming forward first. You know what I'm saying? And there's individuals that they want to speak with their best friend that just recently passed instead of their sister that passed three years ago. And I know that sounds crazy, but believe it or not, that does happen. Um, so up until a week ago, I wasn't taking any information, but it was important for me not to take any kind of direction from anyone in the beginning, because I wanted to know that this was, true, authentic mediumship. I wanted to know that this wasn't me mind reading people. I didn't want to know if uh, your brother or your sister was on the other side. I wanted to genuinely, uh, organically connect with them just because you were sitting in front of me. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so when when people come to me, what, it, what, it, what they're going to experience is me providing evidence. I work as an evidential medium, and that is a term that recently has been thrown around quite loosely. Uh, but I am very scientific when it comes to my mind and how it works. And I need to know that you're understanding the information that's coming through in a way that's evident to who they were in their life before I'm going to tell you that they love you, that they're okay, or whatever the case is, because we can right. sit here all day and throw fluff. You know what I mean? And, and there's some people that unfortunately eat that stuff up. You know what I'm saying? But me mm -hmm. personally, I'm, I'm looking to really tell you about the personality of your father and the description of the way that he looked and how he was as a, in his personality and, and the way he handled business and things of that nature. It's not about um, telling you that, oh, your dad's an angel on the other side. He loves you. And he, he really liked his soda, didn't he? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just silly stuff that doesn't do it for me. <laughs> hey, you don't need to tell me my dad dug Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> the man put some of their kids through college. <laughs> uh, so, okay, cool. And then the, uh, the other one was a psychic intuitive where you've got guided messages from spirit tarot and may have a spirit or two from your past show up. So that, that sounds like the psychic intuitive and spirit uh, mediumship are kind of interconnected. Yeah. Yeah. Mediumship's my, that's where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? That's what means the most to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, because I work so, uh, I'm very, very connected when it comes to the spirit side of things. And so a lot of the information that I get comes through from spirit. It's difficult for me to just 
stay in your energy and read you, especially when I've got your so-and-so coming through that's saying, hey, I'm here, so I'm going to let them know that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's also important for other people to be aware that, um, yeah, well, I can absolutely tell you what your trajectory is. There may be a better uh, opportunity at stake or a better opportunity ahead if we were to change a bit of some ways. But I don't feel as though that that information comes through as solid just off of tarot. So while I will use tarot in the psychic sessions, I explain to people I'm what's known as an intuitive reader, which means that I'm going to see a lot of things that are away from the tarot cards. I, for a four of wands for someone might mean uh, a battle or a celebration or whatever the case may be, and depending on how it's set. But for me, it may mean that your husband's a truck driver, and for anyone else, they'd have no idea about that, but that's the way I read the card is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that's the hangman with a, with a steering wheel. Um, <laughs> all right, so anybody, have, have we missed any questions? Anybody else have anything to toss in before we jump in with both feet? All right, rock and roll. Oh, by the way, I did want to mention at buckymanmedium.com, uh, you can also get gift cards. So gift yeah. cards for your friends, uh, neighbors, relatives. With your loved one. Yeah, <laughs> gift cards. I think that is just <laughs> freaking awesome. Um, all right. So Bucky, I have, uh, Buck, I have uh, volunteered to be the person for the reading uh, for today and am uh, ready to go when you are. This is my first time ever doing anything like this ever in my life. So, um we're going to kind of just let the chips fall where they may and let you take the lead now. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I gotta be honest with you, Mark, while you were talking about uh, your mom, I was starting to get a glimpse of her as what was taking place, but there was a mention of what felt like to be like a lake home is what was being mentioned as well. And I also feel as though that I need to mention three children as I understand it. The woman in which that's stepping forward, though, as I see her, is showing me what looks to be darker hair, and I feel like I'm cutting it off around the ear. And I just feel as though that I'm putting some weight on her as well. There is a mention, just to check with you, are you understanding the information so far? Yes. Yes. Understood. Do you understand that she would have gotten sick? I got to tell you, I feel as though that I'm talking about breast cancer only because that's the feeling that's coming in my chest is what's taken place. But I also feel very much as there's a knitting reference to is what's going on. And I feel as though that this would have been something that she either would have kept herself occupied with or possibly wore a tan knitted Afghan type thing or possibly crochet. Do you understand that? Yes. Understood. I just, my thing is, is that I feel very much as though I'm getting warm, warm, warm is my understanding. And I feel like I need to talk about warm, loving nature is what's going on as well. But you understand you connecting with two boys. It feels like it would be younger. So I'm going to go with sons for you. And I feel as though that I'm talking about them here in the world. Do you understand that? Yes. Understood. I just feel very much as though that it's like an acknowledgement of what's taken place as well. And I got to be honest with you, bud, there's like a whole scene that's taken place of the two of them running by this whole, what feels like a home out in the lake. <laughs> or like, I'm getting like the front lake with woods is what's going on as well. Uh, do you, listen, I got to keep it real with you. I know you're in Kansas, but is there a significance to the Ozarks for your family? Yes. Yes, there is. Understood. Understood, because I was getting Ozarks that was coming through earlier for you as well. I just, I feel very much as though, and you understand that it's been quite a while since mom's passed away for you. You understand that? I understand. Understood. I just feel very much as though, like, she's talking about, like, being appreciative of coming forward is what's going on for her. And I got to tell you, uh, I didn't mean to call you hun. 
<laughs> the love that kind of comes through with her is with going on. She's giving me a choking reference as well that's going on. And I just feel as though that I'm talking about the inability to be able to communicate in the end. Do you understand that? Yes. Understood. I just feel very much for her. It's like, uh, uh, like a thank you for letting me come forward. Thank you for letting me come forward as well. And you understand that dad would be a rather large, big man is what I'm understanding. You And when I say big, I'm saying oh, big and tall. <laughs> Do you understand that? And what is the, what is the sports casting? Like sports, uh, I just got like a whole, like what felt like to be a, uh, I don't even watch sports, so I'm going to go with, like, I don't know if you did sports anchoring or sports casting or, like, talking sports. Do you understand that? Somewhat, yes. Would that be in connection with Dad? With Dad? No. Yeah. Understood. Because I just felt like there was a connect, like, it's almost as if, like, he was referencing as it was taking place. But this feels to be, like, Sportscaster, like newscaster, sportscaster, like that kind of thing is what I'm talking about. Do you understand that? I understand it. Quick question. As when you ask, understand, am I to relate anything? I'm kind of taking notes on what you're saying. Is there any feedback that you need from me beyond that? I don't like feedback until the okay. end is okay. what Very I'm good. saying. I just Very feel that I feel the need to mention this individual is what's going on. Do you understand this, this me mentioning of this? Yes. And I feel as though that this would tie into family as I understand it. You understand that? Yes. Understood. I just, it's important as what's going on. But here's my thing is, is that I understand, you know, interestingly enough, I literally just got what looked like to be a older, uh, I'm going to go with possibly a Cadillac or a, or I don't know, I'm not a vehicle person, but I'm going with an older kind of uh, vehicle that's taken place. And I feel as though that I'm actually connecting that with dad in a way as with, uh, I understand it too. And I feel as though that I'm talking about him like uh, being a, a free, free type of individual is what I'm saying in a way that I'm talking about traveling as well. And it feels to me like he would have been a businessman in a traveling kind of businessman. Do you understand that? Yes. Yes. Understood. Do you understand me talking about this whole, it, just, it doesn't look like a sports car to me, but it looks like it may be a sports car back in the day. Do you understand me talking about this whole uh, older Cadillac, like, uh, I think it's a Ford. I think it's a Ford, but I'm going with like the older vehicle with him. Do you understand that? Yes. And I'm talking about him being a successful man, as I understand it too. And I'm being shown what looks to me like a old, uh, I'm going to go with a smaller white cottage like house is what's being shown but i feel as though that there's a separate garage from the house as i understand it and the drive would be to the left of the house so here's this is a matter of perspective if you're standing on the road to pull into the driveway the, and you're looking at the house from the road the drive is going to be here the house is going to be here the garage area is going to be over here as i understand it so I just want to make sure you're understanding how the layout is from the view that I'm seeing. Do you understand that? Okay. Yes. It feels like it's an older house as I understand it. And I got to tell you, I just feel as though that it's a mention. Uh, I just feel like I'm talking about a mention of living is what I'm understanding as well. 
Now, there is also a watch that's being referenced as well as what's being discussed. And I feel as though that I'm talking about this watch being dead, but it would still be here in the world. Do you understand that? I understand your words, yes. Okay, so do you understand that someone would have this watch here in the world is what I'm talking about. And I got to tell you, it's coming through. I feel as though that I'm talking about possibly a tarnished silver is what I'm saying, or or maybe a light brassy color is what's going on, but it feels like it's like a cloudy silver color. Do you understand that? Okay, yes. Understood. You would have this watch, but it would not be like your watch. It would like literally belong. <laughs> that is what I'm understanding. Does that make sense? Makes sense. Understood. I just feel the need to mention it. I don't think that, I don't want you fitting the information, Mark. If it's not making sense to you, it's totally fair to right. say no, only because of the fact that I want to make sure I'm getting the message out is what I understand, okay? Or how I understand it, okay? So makes sense means it has relevance? Correct. Okay, okay. I'm with you. All right. Okay, the, so the, wa- the watch, uh, no. Uh, there's not, I don't feel relevance uh, coming from the mention of the watch. Okay, understood. Again, I'm definitely mentioning the watch is what's going on. And interestingly enough, I'm seeing, you understand that your dad, your dad had a full head of hair. You understand that? Yes. Grandfather would have been the bald guy. You understand that? (laughs) Yes. Understood. Would that watch be his? I'm not sure if, uh, what kind of, I I don't know of a reference to a watch uh, from my father. I, I got almost no jewelry or anything from him just because no i'm i'm checking the grandfather the balding guy he's the one that's sitting like almost like down with his knees up because he was a taller man as i understand but he's the one that's claiming the watch situation that's going on do you understand that i understand that wouldn't be from a dad's side that's fair that's all right i'm just i just want to make sure you're under because he's the one that's claiming it what's taking place you know i gotta tell you i feel very much as though they're talking about you being uh like a, a smart person, a smart person, a smart lad is literally the word that's being used uh, in my mind right now. But I feel very much as though that, I'm, and there is also a coaching reference for you as well, as I understand it. And I feel as though that it's literally like you teaching others and leading others as well as what's taking place for me as, uh, as it comes through. And I just feel as though that it's a matter of a passion for you, as I understand too. Do you understand that? Makes sense. All right. Understood. I just, I, I feel as though that that is like the point in your life or, or that is what provides you like a, a purpose or a, a, a happiness to yourself is what I'm understanding. And it feels good to me is what I'm saying. And I almost like want to continue all continue and push you in that direction is what's going on as well. And do you understand? I feel like I need to mention there being a daughter for you as well. And uh, athletic daughter. Do you understand that? I understand. Yes. Under, understood because I just feel as though that I'm like men- and she would have longer dark hair or like a like a medium brown color do you understand like medium tone is what I mean I understand yes understood I just feel as though that there's a whole athletic reference that's being discussed with her and this whole like any kind of thing that's going on but it's a love it's a love that's being displayed is what's going on okay you understand your dad's over there as well correct yes Understood. I just felt like there was him coming forward too, but he comes through in a way of like talking about, uh, I feel as though that I'm talking about being pretty tough as I understand it too, because it felt like it was like apology in the way that it was coming in. 
But I also feel very much as though that there was an involvement, like you guys would have been around for each other towards the end of his life. You understand that? I understand it. Understood. You understand that making sense. I don't want you understanding the words, but you understand it making sense for you? Yes. Yes. Okay. Understood. I just, I feel very much for him. It's a a matter of, um, as if like there wasn't enough time to be able to have a, uh, the good relationship is the way that it comes through, but there's not much more as far. And a lot of it's to do with the fact that this is very first, uh, radio or or podcast appearance. So there's some stress as far as my, uh, my own self is concerned, but I do feel very much as though that it's like a, an honorable mentioning of you as I understand it, but I don't feel like he's taking credit for your success as I understand it as well. And it feels like almost as if like he wasn't around for much of your upbringing. Do you understand that? Very much so. Understood. Cause he's coming through. Like, I just, I feel like you would have had more time together towards the end than you would have had in his life is what I understand. But I feel like it's a matter of him providing you with that uh, recognition. Like as if like, no, you did this rather than it being something that was led by him as I understand it. And that's what feels to be the most important to him is what I'm saying. All right. Understood. Understood. What was it that you weren't understanding, Mark? Because I, I always, it helped me better understand my own mechanics and the development of my mediumship. All right. As we uh, step back a little bit, uh, we'll kind of go over it. Um, uh, from the thing that you were feeling from my mother about the chest, uh, she she had multiple heart attacks, and uh, and part of her passing recently was uh, it was it, it basically involved in that. Yeah, it was uh, congestive heart failure. And Understood. Warm, loving nature. I wrote down that specifically, which uh, absolutely nailed my mom. Uh, she was you know a hardcore force of nature, mind you. Uh, she had a she would set her mind to something, and didn't matter whether it was right or wrong. Her mind was set. Mm-hmm. But uh, she usually did it with love in her heart, if not also a big old stick in case you got mouthy. Um, <laughs> it was interesting that you mentioned two sons, but also a daughter, because I do have two children um, and my eldest is now non-binary. So to say that I have two Understood. sons and yet a daughter. You also had a note about the mom that couldn't communicate at the end. And I was there for her passing, but yeah, she mm-hmm. could not communicate mm-hmm. at all. I asked her, uh, uh, and it would be interesting if you're still in contact, if she remembers the, uh, the question that I asked her at the end. Uh, I also, I also got cancer passing though. So, cause you're telling me heart. Now I did get heart. I thought it was being breast cancer. Did she not have uh, cancer? She had, she had cancer too. She had a full okay. hysterectomy. Under- and then yeah, uh, yeah. two years ago had a, uh, a colon cancer uh, that uh, was effectively removed, but uh, it's still a, a haunting thing coming around. So there was cancer. That's surprising, that she, that's surprising that she passed not that long ago because the way she came through was almost like she had been gone for a couple of years. Is what it was coming through. <laughs> but it felt like it felt like when I say a couple, I ain't talking about two. I'm talking about a polygamous relationship. Um, <laughs> like, it, felt like, it felt like three to five years to me, honestly, the way that she was like her urgency to come through is what I'm saying. Well, interestingly enough, just as a side note, because, you know, you can you can justify things uh, in an ex post facto when you look at things. And go, Oh, well, maybe it was connected to this. Um, if I were to if my you know gun was held to my head and I was up against a wall, I would say my mom was ready to die right after my brother died in 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, that punched yeah. such a hole into her 
because uh, he was amazing with her. And, uh, and after that, part of her light went out and it was a matter of time. And uh, especially in the past t- uh, two to three years, um, I think she was just ready. She was just done. Uh, watching her kids die, one of them was the worst thing ever happened to her. Um, um, let's see. You said an older car with dad and you said it was a Ford. Yeah. He had a 65, uh, Ford LTD. That was the love of his life. Yeah, I, It looked like a Cadillac to me, but I kept hearing Ford. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, he, I think he would have liked a Cadillac. He was definitely a Detroit man. Um, now it was kind of odd about him being successful because that, uh, that didn't really connect with my dad. Um, his, the relationship with my mom and vice versa was, uh, uh, was not, uh, anything anybody would write romances about ever. Yeah. I didn't get uh, that. I didn't get that at all. But there was, I knew that they were separate. My mom's house, uh, is white, uh, which is kind of funny because it just sent off the papers today. It's sold. And on the 24th, it closes. So, uh, yes. it just, uh, can I tell you? Can I tell yo, Mark? I didn't know if it was my imagination. I didn't know, man. Because when she mentioned it, that's why she was sitting at that house in the, right from the jump. So, tell me, explain what the whole lake reference was being mentioned. Uh, Table Rock Lake. We live near it. Um, the uh, and my uncle. Uh, Richard Groves uh, was the resident engineer of the Army Corps of Engineers for like 22 years there. He ran Table Rock Lake. He ran the dam. And that's where mom used to go fishing a lot uh, with dad on a number of times. So, uh, yeah, Yeah, you know, it's lake country and there's Taney Lake, quote unquote, Taney Como used to be the White River. It's now the the cold ass bottom of Table Rock Lake (laughs) that flows through it. Um, Okay. But anyway, so that uh, that would be the lake, and you nailed it with uh, Ozark, uh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Let's see uh, the watch. I that's going to be interesting. I may have to. Oh, hang on. I, I sh- yeah. yeah, I just want to say that for people that to understand mediumship or energy work or readings, that you know, when more people are in close proximity, it's normal that sometimes you mix up some energies or you you know other sure. spirits come through. So April has something to yeah, say. Yeah, while the you watch. were talking about the watch, I actually text. Bettina, that the last watch that my dad gave me before he passed away two months before was a watch that said, that looked like what you described. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> so it's normal for other energies or spirits to come through because. Okay. That makes people. sense. Yeah. There's a whole group of yeah. us around. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, that would make, well, there you go. Uh, see, uh, you need to go look for that watch. I know exactly. April. Where it's at. <laughs> I can actually okay. send you a picture, but. <laughs> so, uh, uh, tall man balding does uh, that was actually uh, my that was the connection with the watch. That was the connection with the watch. My dad was about six four and balding. yeah, yeah, Understood. that's pretty wild. All right, um, okay, I can cross that off my list because like, <laughs> I gotta go that's look at my dad's dad and whoever it was in his back. Yeah, because when you were when you were an acceptance, I was like, wait, someone, what is this in regards? And he was sitting there just like waving. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Hey Buck, talk to Aww. April. Would you would you just pass this along, Buck? <laughs> nice. Uh, Actually, I spoke with her before we even got together. I said, if nothing lands, April, you got to take. Trust, <laughs> <laughs> I came prepared. Yeah. I expect a hundred dollars next week. Uh, That's too funny. Then me. <laughs> All right. Um, when you hit on the end, now here's the in- interesting thing. When you hit on the end about dad being pretty tough. Uh, yeah. And were we close? No. 
Um, I know he loved me. I don't think he liked me, but uh, um, the apology about not being around enough, that was uh, pretty straight on there. Was that house right off the right off from the Ozarks? It, it was in the Ozarks. It wasn't right off the lake, though. Uh, actually, Under, Roark Creek was but it half been, a mile down. But understood. So it would have been in that area, is what I'm saying. Oh yeah. Though, oh yeah. Actually, yeah, that was the house right from the jump, man. If you if you go, and I didn't know this until about uh, well, uh, my mother died in November, and I was down at the house for a month and a half, and uh, I did not know that if you went. The other direction, you could go down to the creek, which is where I played as a kid. But if you went in the other direction, I had no idea that about two miles that way it was Lake Tanicomo. I had oh. no idea it was just over a couple of hills down that way because that was all huh. owned by other people in private land, and I didn't go traipsing across it. But now there's a park there, and you can go walking the trails on the park. And I'm like, oh crap, <laughs> this is this close. I know I lived here how many years? So um, anyway. Uh, so some very interesting stuff and, uh, Buck, some interesting connections you made. I, uh, and are you, you would be one of the two, the two boys. For yeah, her. There was my brother and I, and then, uh, my Correct. older sister. That's, yeah. Yeah. That was where I was seeing the two boys that were running through the woods by the lake. What felt like there was a lake down there. I just was getting there being water was what was taking place. That's interesting. Interesting. Yeah, that, would interesting. Have, that would have been, uh, uh, Roark Creek. And uh, my brother, what was the blanket, uh, the whole, the whole blanket? Cause she was showing me like being blanket. And I felt like it was very much about the end of her life is what was taking place. Was she not able to get warm? Yeah. Yeah. She was extremely cool with a heart failure. Yeah. Uh, all of her extremities were, were ice cold. Got and, it. Uh, Got, she was and, totally blanket up. And, you know, my, my, my mom being the mom that she was, she uh, especially there at the very end. That's one of the things that I'm like, okay. Uh, she chose to go because she was like, no, nah, I don't need medicine. Uh, no, nah, that doctor's full, right. of, full of S and uh, yada, yada. And I'm not going to, I'm not even to take my water pills. Yeah. She didn't even come. She didn't come through talking about her death. It wasn't even like, like, Oh, this was, the, like, it was just like, Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. That's my mom. All right. <laughs> and hun would have, yeah, that would have been her all over. Oh, hun, now come on. You poor pitiful. Thing. I know. I always call. I was like, oh, this is the whole grown man. Buck, I've been called worse. (laughs) And by relatives. So it's all right. Uh, Anyway, what a, a, (laughs) I hear you. Uh, What a great experience. And you're going to be able to do this at the uh, Casey Paranormal Convention, um, the Casey Spirit and Paranormal Convention. Again, coming up March 18th through March 20th. Uh, Be sure to look up buck and ask him about the weirdo that he talked to on that podcast uh and if you want to talk to buck on your own buckymanmedium.com there's uh, multiple ways on that website to make contact and is there anything we missed buck anything uh they can also find me on facebook buckyman medium uh as well as tiktok buckyman medium i go live regularly on tiktok where and they can see the recorded live on facebook as well so anywhere social media wise is going to be buckyman medium and please Make sure you spell everything right because there's a lot of copycats out there looking to scam people. Well, yeah, there's that one place. Uh, what is it? Uh, Bucks that you can stop by and buy everything under the sun and fudge. It's down in Texas. No, that's not yours. <laughs> no, I'm talking about like Funny Sue Man Medium spelled with, with four M's or something. Oh, really? seriously. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of imposter you know, accounts. A lot of imposter accounts. It's... It, 
you got to take that as a bit of a uh, compliment, a compliment, though, right? Yeah. To your, An annoying compliment. To the level of success it's, that you've it's had. It's unfortunate because they're scamming people. They, <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. I, I'll run contests to offer free readings, and the next thing you know, they're like reaching out to people saying, oh, you got a free reading, but you need to put a payment down with a credit card. And I'm like, no, no, I would never do that. I don't oh, solicit wow. people for readings. Yeah. Oh, it's my wild. gosh. <laughs> you know, yeah. we'll, uh, do some readings, find out who they are, and just let us know. Yeah. I'm from the Ozarks, and we'll go stomp them. <laughs> well, we know you're from the Ozarks, given your mother. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. That was one of her pride and joys. So, uh, KC Spirit and Paranormal Convention, April and Bettina, thank you. Buck, thank you. Is there anything we missed that we didn't peg about the KC uh, Spirit and Paranormal Convention happening March 18th through March 20th? Anything at all? Only that we're looking forward to seeing you there. Yeah, come out and see us. Absolutely. Thank you so yeah, much yeah. for being with us here on Sideways Boulevard. Uh, we we have a lot of fun exploring this, uh, meeting the people who, who do these type of things. And we also write about it. Don't forget to check us out. Uh, you can look on Facebook for Sideways Boulevard and find us there. We post a few things here, there, and everywhere. Uh, I will be honest, I'm still getting the website. <laughs> Kind of crossed over. <laughs> hey, do you like that? I just toss that in there for you, Buck. I'm getting it because it's still our old one, which mm -hmm. uh, was uh, our our podcast for the longest time, Poddenstein's Lab, the one that I came up with a name went with, but nobody knew what the hell it was. So uh, <laughs> I thought we'd get a little smarter with Sideways Boulevard. So um, uh, feel free to look up uh, Sideways Boulevard through our other one and uh, you can uh, find out more and also look for the podcast everywhere because those are under sideways Boulevard, no matter where you look it up, you'll find mm -hmm. it. So thank you again so much for being here today and Buck for taking your time here to be with us on zoom. It is so appreciated. Thank, and thank you for having me. We will see you all uh, March 18th through the 20th at the Casey spirit and paranormal convention. And thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time right here on sideways Boulevard. Mm -hmm.